Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown. Now, Bruce McGowan, our longtime sports radio personality, is off today. He's not feeling well. But today's show is still going to be special because of our guest, who we've had on before, our friend Steve Baker, who is a sports agent. And at each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Uh, today's uh, theme, on uh, uh, because we have Steve, who's uh, mostly in football, right? Okay. Correct. Uh, is going to be football. All right. So we'll see if you, you you'll probably know so the answer. Marginal, sh- marginal shot of getting it right. Yeah. <laughs> marginal shot. Yeah. Um, let's see. Also, I want to make a mention here for Go Girl, the energy drink. So, you know, some of those drinks that taste nasty or have too much sugar and you crash afterward? Well, Go Girl, and it's kind of funny because I'm a guy, but I drink it because it tastes good and there's no sugar in it. And it doesn't have that crash, and it's only five calories per can. You get it at most grocery stores, and oh, by the way, it's not expensive. Check out Go Girl Energy Drink. All right, uh, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 7.5%. In fact, the last distribution was over 8%. They're doing well. Secured by Bay Area Real Estate. It doesn't get any more conservative than that. you got to check them out at Pacific Private Money. Uh, so when we come back, we're going to get into uh, what's it like to be a sports agent with Steve Baker. And we're going to cover a few different uh, other topics like the Chargers potentially moving back to San Diego. We'll talk about that. Uh, Chris Paul and James Harden teaming up. Will that take the pressure off each other or, you know, will there be some ball hogging? Um, then also, uh, I want to also ask Steve about the NFL kickers because they seem to be kicking longer than before. And how's that going to change the game? So again, um, don't touch that dial because you're listening to sports econ 101. When we come back, we're going to talk to sports agent, Steve Baker and don't touch that dial.
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. You know those energy drinks that either taste nasty or have too much sugar and you crash afterwards? Let me tell you about Go Girl. Personally, I love their original sugar-free drink. Yeah, I'm a guy, but it's one of the few drinks i found that give me energy, have no sugar, and the best part, it tastes great. Only 5 calories per can. Most grocery stores carry it. And oh, by the way, it's not expensive. That's Go Girl Energy Drink. The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens, starting from $199 a night. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit, a match. Robert Half understands that. We know you need someone who can do the work, someone who complements your culture. And, of course, you need that someone fast. When it all comes together, it makes for a perfect fit. Satisfaction guaranteed. Robert Half, the matching experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Visit roberthalf.com for more information. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, Steve Baker, sports agent. Uh, Bruce McGowan is off today. He's not feeling well. Poor guy. So, Steve, um, I, we've had you on the show a few times, but I, I want to get into exactly what it, is it like to be a sports agent? I mean, how do you do your job? You know, do you do, uh, you know, just check out uh, the colleges? Um, you know, do you just show up? Do you get referred by people? How does it work? I mean, the the basics of the job are two basic things. One is um, managing your clients and, you know, all the things that would come with a client, be it their negotiation or their interactions with the team, their endorsements, um, post-career planning, anything relating to the client. And the other, which is the more challenging part of the job, which is recruiting new clients. Um, It's, that's a very, very difficult part of the business. 
it's probably the part that that where agents go to die, if you know what I'm saying. Sure, it's, it's a very very hard part of the business. I mean, I would think and there's two would... and there's two basic areas where people recruit clients. Um, one is referrals, or I mean, yeah. rep- representing people after they leave college. You're not supposed to be talking to the people until they're done with college. But okay. needless to say, uh, there, happens, there are so. kids in high school that are having relationships yeah. with the agents. And the second are people um, uh, who, w- when when veterans are looking for new deals, and um, when a veteran calls, and, and obviously those are frequently the more lucrative deals because veterans make, as a general rule, much more than than rookies. And how do you, know, you say you can't really you know you talk, can't talk to these people when they're in you know high school or college? Well, the but, official rule, the NCAA yeah, rule, the NCAA okay. rule is you can't give anything of value to someone, so you can't even buy them a cup of coffee. Okay, and two that you cannot um, have an uh, an oral or written commitment from them until their college career is over. Can you just give them you know some free advice? Well, again, you know. uh, under the NCAA rules, you can, but okay. then um, various schools have their rules. I mean, for example, at Stanford, Stanford in, in, has instituted an interesting policy where they have a period for about six months where it's okay for you to talk to the athletes, not to give them anything, but for you to talk to them and develop a relationship. And then you're required for the next six-month period, the period during when the season starts to when the se- season ends. So, so actually, that would be about four months yeah. where you're not allowed to have any contact at all. You know, I, I'm learning this for the first time, but... That actually seems like a pretty smart way to do it. I mean, I think that's kind of good for the you know the athletes not um, distracted while he's it's playing. the kind of policy you'd expect yeah. to come from a place like Stanford. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, no I, I mean that I is the smart that. way to do it. I'm, I uh, um, the reality is is there's nothing an agent can do for a player while they're playing in college. Okay, yeah, um, I mean, think about it though. If if I'm uh, you know a, a highly uh, t- talented linebacker, and I know I'm going to go in the first. Let's say I'm going to. I know I'm going to go in the first couple of rounds. I need to be able to talk to somebody to get some advice. There's no question. And and in reality, I think that um, I do think, you know, if, if a kid is a computer science major at at, um, at Stanford, he's certainly allowed to talk to Google during the during the uh, yeah. during the regular <laughs> part of the thing. Given the kind of economics that are involved for the athletes, I do believe they should be able to get, to get counsel. On the other side, I can see the argument from the team side that having agents constantly calling players during the season is a distraction. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So you can see both sides. It's interesting you use linebacker as an example because yeah. um, there's probably no position that's harder to predict where you're going to go in the draft. Because, oh, really? for example, okay. I mean, an inside, a great inside linebacker is incredibly valuable, but inside linebackers, even if you're the best player in the entire draft, inside linebackers tend not to go high in the draft. Yeah. Just like safeties tend not to go high in the draft, so that's one piece of advice someone would give someone. Um, um, I, I remember there was a player, Scooby Wright, that came out, that came out of Arizona a couple of years ago, who was the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. And I remember his family was talking to a lot of agents, all who were telling him where he would go in the first round. And and I remember when I spoke to the family, I said, "Listen, I think you're a, a great player, but but people go in the first round are six three and run." And run four five, and you're six foot zero, oh, and you run a four nine. So you're not going to go in the first round. And he ended up not getting drafted. Oh wow! Um, not even, not only in so, the first round, but he didn't no, get drafted. Um, so I mean, well. and, and 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 he's a wonderful player. Um, so you know, I do think it's I think it's valuable to be able to have access to um to, to advice. So a guy like that, Scooby, what is he? Uh, if he doesn't get drafted. Does he just decide to go play in Canada? Well, if or? you don't get to, well, what happens is is there's a very interesting market that occurs the one hour before the draft ends and the two hours after the draft is over, where where the approximately 250 best players that didn't get drafted, where the 32 teams are competing to try to sign them. 
And hmm. you have situations where teams will offer very large contracts relatively to players who weren't drafted to get them to pick to go to their team. Um, in case someone gets hurt, or well, well, there's there's many players who don't get drafted to make teams. I mean, my client yeah. Jeff Garcia, who at mm-hmm. one point was the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, uh, he wasn't drafted. Um, Tony Romo wasn't drafted. Um, you know, the, the, you see that a lot. Positions where raw athleticism is not as much an indicia of success as intellect. I mean, intellect's okay. a lot harder to measure. So, yeah. so very frequently. Um, players will not get drafted and become very successful. Thanks, all. Yeah. Also, you got to do a little bit of a psychological assessment. Uh, you know, you don't like a Johnny Manziel. You know, you don't want a situation where it, you know he gets paid a lot of I money mean, and just I mean, dies. You know, the the things that happened with Johnny Manziel seem to be pretty obvious before Johnny Manziel ever got drafted. Um, so yes, um, yeah. there's there's a lot that goes into it. Um, if you look at the draft, one general rule of thumb: if you see a player who goes high who should not have gone high, okay. 19 times out of 20, that player was a player who's a physically gifted athlete yeah. who lacks something mentally. And similarly, if you see a player who went low, who should have gone high, it's someone who's not physically gifted who men- who mentally is off the charts. Interesting. Um, and then would you potentially, uh, let's say, you know, Cleveland Browns, they get the you know, first-round draft because they're a lousy team. Uh, potentially, they might just take a player just to trade them, right? Well, the, the, sometimes you will. Now, arguably, the Cleveland Browns made a big mistake two years ago when they traded the second pick in the draft that became Carson Wentz. I mean, there's, mm. there's, no, there's no amount of players that are as valuable as a franchise quarterback, so that probably yeah. was not the smartest move. The 49ers last year traded out of the second pick um, to get Solomon Thomas at three, um, and they got a bounty of other picks. That looked on the face to be a wonderful deal. It probably was a wonderful deal. But if Mitch, but if Mitch, if Mitch Trubinsky, who was taken by Chicago with the second pick, ends up becoming Troy Aikman, then the 49ers got robbed. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, a you don't know if people are going to get hurt, and and I mean you got to go with what with the odds or your gut feeling. There's a lot of factors that go into it. Um, you know, gut feeling. I mean, if it's Bill Walsh's gut, that's a gut I'm going to follow. Um, if it's uh, if it's the, yeah. the the you know the third grade teacher, I don't necessarily follow <laughs> that person's gut. Yeah. I, it it really is dependent on on uh, on the nature of the position, also the team. I mean, for example, um, uh, Carr with the yeah. Raiders is uh-huh. a fabulous quarterback. Yeah, the Raiders have had the misfortune that he's now been injured twice. Yeah. Um, if Carr had been taken by the Raiders 20 years ago, I suspect that Carr wouldn't be as good as he is now because Carr's playing on a much, much better team. So a lot of it is, is going to the right place. Hmm. Um, you know, Part of the reason why players who get drafted by the New England Patriots do well is because they got drafted by the New England Patriots. So it becomes huh. a self-fulfilling prophecy. Interesting. How many of your uh, friends uh, say, hey, I've been watching this kid in college. you got to try to get him. I have had that many times. Really? Um, you know, I mean, one... one primary example of that is one of my favorite clients, Shane Scove, um, who um, was a star All-American inside linebacker at at Stanford. He's had a surreal career. I mean, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. He was rated as a certain top three-rounder, probably late first-rounder when he was in um, college. He then suffered a very, very bad knee injury, which Mm -hmm. drastically lowered his draft stock, and then he injured his hamstring when training for the draft. So he went from someone who was seen as a 10-year guaranteed lock-and-load linebacker to a player who has been on and off rosters for three years. Um, so there, there's – It's got to make it, you cringe, it, too. It really, is the ulti- it really is the ultimate reality show. Yeah. I mean, gosh, because, I mean, 
not to be uh, uh, coarse about this, but that affects your paycheck too. Without question, yeah. um, part of the part of the art of being when you asked me what a sports agent does, I said two things: one is ma- manage your clients, and two is recruiting. Um, in the recruiting part, it's essential to be recruiting players that that are players that you think will succeed. Exactly. Okay, we're going to cut to our uh, first commercial uh, trivia question. All right. Uh, we're talking football here. Now, again, remember, if you know the answer, Steve, you don't answer it yet. The first combined NFL-AFL draft occurred in the 1960s. Who was the first overall draft pick in this inaugural draft? Right, That's our, that's our trivia question. All right, Email edward at sportsecon101.com the answer to that question. I'll read it again. The first combined NFL-AFL draft occurred in the 1960s. Who was the first overall draft pick in this inaugural draft? Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure 
foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit. But you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with my special guest, Steve Baker, sports agent. First trivia question. The first combined NFL-AFL draft occurred in the 1960s. Who was the first overall draft pick in this inaugural draft? It will be a player you'll recognize. I want to say Joe Namath, but I got to believe that the first one was someone that the NFL won on. And uh, so, I mean, I, I, I would bet Joe Namath was two or three down the road. but Probably. Uh, Bubba Smith of the Baltimore Colts. And uh, at least I'm correct. He ended up choosing the Baltimore Colts as opposed to a, uh, an, AF, an, an AFL team. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's I mean, right. I, I keep thinking that. Yeah, I, I mean, Joe Namath. That, that, I guess Joe Namath was probably the first significant athlete I could think of who chose the AFL over the NFL. Um, uh, so he actually had the choice. Well, I mean, if you're drafted by the AFL and the NFL, you have the choice. I mean, Bubba Smith okay. obviously had the choice to go to the AFL, but chose yeah. to go to Baltimore. Interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Joe Willie Namath from Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. I remember <laughs> Howard Cosell used to say that all the time. Um, Quick question for you, because we were, we were talking about how, uh, like, in Stanford, you can't talk to the players while they're in the season. How often, then, do you – I mean, I assume the parents are not off-limits. Parents are off-limits. Um, Stanford's okay. policy – you're allowed to talk to the parents away from Stanford, but they will not allow you to p- talk to the, to the parents on the Stanford campus. Um, because well, that's they, – I mean, you can always, you know, call no, them I mean, up at home. And, and, no, you, you used to – I mean, for example, at Stanford, you'd see they have a great tailgate, and there would be, oh, like, an agent convention yeah. hanging outside where uh, the parents were having their parent picnic. So, uh, Oh, gotcha. Um, again, do I think it's bad for an agent to have interaction with family long before? I don't. I think it's, I think it's invaluable to develop a relationship. On the other side, I can see how there's a distraction. I mean, now, also, one of the reasons – issues that the schools have is uh, – <laughs> Frequently, agents are encouraging athletes to leave before their senior year, and obviously, yeah. the, um, and 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 frequently, that's in the the athlete's interest. But, yeah, I, it's funny. I, even, as much as I love education, I'm not necessarily opposed to that either, because you know, a guy gets hurt in college in the senior year, and he's done, and then I now mean, he's got to go back I mean, to communications. I'm, or I he's, I strongly believe in the value of education, yeah. and the reality is, is most people playing college football are going to make their their. Uh, their their future with with what they learned in college as opposed to what they learned on the gridiron, but if you if you're a particularly high pick um, yeah. to, to take the risk, it doesn't make a lot of sense given the kind of um, economics involved. Yeah, because you can have that one shot. You can't wait till you're forty and then go. I'll go, I'll go now. I'll go back into football. Well, there's 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 two dynamics to consider. One is. Um, that there's the risk of injury, so a player can go from being a multi-million dollar athlete to being someone on the street. To two, you're also giving up one year earning year. Um, I mean, if you're a running back, yeah. the typical running back um, goes south after the age of 30. So there's an argument that if you're an underclassman running back, you're smarter to get an extra year being paid multi-million dollar contracts rather yeah. than risking an injury in college. And I know it is tough. The idea of well, you know, once you get out of, out of college, to go back and and finish your degree. I mean, guys do it. I think. Shaq did it. <laughs> now, a lot of people do it, and and again, it's it's there. There are many values of college. I mean, first of all, most athletes will not have a long career. The typical sure. career in the NFL is less than four years. Yeah. So I'm I'm a big advocate in in getting your degree. However, also here's the other part: if you can leverage the part of yeah, I used to be a running back in the NFL in your other career when you're on the quote on the streets. I mean, that's pretty valuable. 
Without question. Yeah. Well, that that's when people ask me about second career. I mean, the reality is, is most athletes do not have the earning potential to make anywhere near what they were making on the field as soon as their career is over. Um, the smart athlete, while they're playing, yeah. is constantly networking and building relationships. I mean, the reality is also is that professional athletes make great employees for the simple reason that mm-hmm. they've worked within a structure, Team. they work yeah. teamwork, yeah. Um, there's a lot of mental acuity that's involved. I mean, I think there's a lot of studies showing what great employees start, not just professional athletes. I mean, I was actually uh, biking last week with um, someone who's very um, associated with the U.S. ski team, and we were okay. talking about how um, how great skiing is for, um, preparation for skiing is, is for preparation for future career. Interesting, huh? And I think it's, uh, someone was telling me Dave Casper went into selling insurance, you know? So, again, there's a lot of careers that you can it, go it into. It makes a I lot think, of yeah. sense. I mean, the ultimate is what Tony Romo did. He goes into broadcasting and becomes a a tremendous broadcaster. New York Times did a big piece on him about that last week. But the reality is is that you – people want to know you while you're a professional athlete, and you do yourself a disservice if you don't try to market that while you're playing. I remember – gosh, this is back in the 80s. I was uh, doing some financial consulting. And there was a company trying to, uh, you know, get us to sell their investment, whatever it was, some kind of real estate deal. And they had hired this guy who uh, was on a Rose Bowl winning team. And so the guy didn't really know anything about real estate, but they just kind of touted, hey, every, show everyone your ring, you know, and it's this just ginormous ring on, on the guy's finger. And it was kind of interesting, but a lot of us kind of looked and I mean, the guy he just was so green about what our field was. It really actually kind of worked against the the company. I mean, there's all sides to that. I mean, certainly um, being a successful athlete is a door opener. Um, You know, I see in the entertainment business, entertainers want to be athletes and athletes want to be entertainers. Um, But, but I agree. It would probably, it would, it would probably behoove that athlete to do more than just wear a ring. Well, and just the fact that you know, you're a sports agent, probably people, ooh, ah. There's, there's, that, there's right? no question that when I'm at a cocktail party, it's, yeah. it's, it's so tell me what you do. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, 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 I'm reliving this radio show. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. All right. Um, you know, I'm going to move on to uh, a couple of things here. First of all, the San Diego Chargers, um, now apparently they could not even fill the stadium that holds only 27,000 people. And I'm I'm guessing a few things. One, now that the now that the Rams are back in LA and uh, Jared Goff is just playing very very well. Um I'm thinking that's part of it. Uh an 0 and 4 season. Yeah, that that that's not going to help very much. And I'm wondering also like, you know, will the same thing happen to San Francisco, but not really because that's really kind of the only game. Well, I guess they got the Raiders, but the Raiders moving to Las Vegas is going to probably keep people interested in san francisco just because it's the only game my i mean listen i'm a big san francisco 49er fan but san francisco 49er tickets are much more readily available now than they were four years ago Um, how how much do they go for now well i mean i think face is in the mid hundreds but my understanding is is again i i love the 49ers but but uh you know frankly west coast sports are not the same as east coast sports i mean um, you know, on the West Coast, generally for teams to draw, they need to win. Um, you know, everyone's a Warrior fan right now. But I mean, yeah. I was I was a Warrior fan uh, ten years ago. Oh yeah, and and there weren't a yeah. bunch of people running around with shirts that said yeah. Dub Nation. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you know, part of it is, is there's so many other distractions because of the great weather here yeah. that um, it doesn't breed the same kind of fanatic fan base that exists with uh, with the Chicago with the Chicago Cubs or, sure. or the New York Yankees. Now, do you have, uh, like yourself, do you have territories? I mean, do you not go to the East Coast often? or? Well, I mean, like I, I tend to focus on players that come out of Cal, Stanford, and Davis just because it's close to where I live and it's easier to develop a relationship. I've represented players on every team in the league. Um, And, uh, I mean, certainly if, you know, for example, I have an interest in basketball, but I just don't have a series of relationships in basketball. I mean, I could, if I, if, if there was a, a kid down in Mobile, Alabama, that was a stud basketball player that was interested in representing me and I had a relationship that would make a difference, I would be on the next Southwest, uh, four stop route down to Mobile, (laughs) Alabama. But, uh, but people tend to specialize in the area where they have relationships. I got, I got to think that once you hit, well, like your, your, your best deal, I believe, was this Jeff Garcia one, right? That's one of my best. That, that's one of your uh, probably the most significant one. But, okay. And I got to think that when you have some kind of deal that is that awesome, that's just going to automatically draw a bunch of people. I mean, that, that led to some of my greatest success because a lot of veterans on the 49ers saw that deal. So a number of veterans... Unsol- unsolicited yeah. reached reached out to me so i i went through a period of time each year where where a major player would come up to me and say i'd like you to represent me and did they how did they deal with their old age assuming they had a previous agent in each situation when they approached me i asked them the situation i said well i mean if you're interested in talking to me you first have to terminate that other relationship yeah. generally the relationship had already been terminated yeah um i mean i remember one one example i remember eric johnson um the tight end for the niners um he had fired his agent. Um, he was friends with a few of my clients on the team. I'm actually the starting tight end on the team. Greg Clark was a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Greg recommended me to Eric. Um, and uh, um, Eric called me up. We went out to dinner one night. Luckily, his wife and he both liked me. And okay. the next week, he hired me. And a year later, I did a deal for him that made him one of the highest paid tight ends in the league. You know, if I was uh, a general manager of, or an owner of a team, I'd be a little nervous if there was one agent representing like half my team. You know, like having my, – my dad used to tell me um, that he always had to be careful. He was a CPA, and he said, you, know, you always got to be careful. Don't let any one person represent more than 40% of your income. And, I mean, it makes sense. You lose that, and uh, you're hurting. All right, we're going to cut to our second uh, trivia question here. We're talking football. Okay, this this one kind of goes back in, in time, so you got to know your old football. Uh, which team had the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for over 1,000 yards in a season? Okay, so which team had the first quarterback in NFL history, and see if you know the player, too, to throw for over 1,000 yards in a season? All right, don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back with our special guest, Steve Baker. You know those energy drinks that either taste nasty or have too much sugar and you crash afterwards? Let me tell you about Go Girl. Personally, I love their original sugar-free drink. Yeah, I'm a guy, but it's one of the few drinks I found that give me energy, have no sugar, and the best part, it tastes great. 
only five calories per can. Most grocery stores carry it. And oh, by the way, it's not expensive. That's Go Girl Energy Drink. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home. For a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. This is Hal's Yard as Halloween approaches. And summer's harsh heat has turned his lawn into a virtual cemetery. But Hal knows fall is the best time to feed his lawn and repair those scary thin brown patches. So he reaches for Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food. It feeds and replenishes nutrients. Roots grow deeper and stronger. So next spring, Hal's grass grows thicker and greener. Guaranteed. This is a Scott's Yard. Pick up a bag of Scott's Winter Guard today. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101 one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, Steve Baker. And again, uh, Bruce McGowan is taking the day off. Well, he's not feeling well, so we'll, we'll give him the day off. Which team had the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for over 1,000 yards in a season? First, see if he can name the team. Who's one of the earliest teams? I would say the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, no, but you're in the right vicinity. The Cleveland Browns. No, the Green Bay Packers. And a guy named... Pittsburgh is in the same as the city as the Green no, Bay no, Packers? No, no, not city. I say the same, same, you know, same uh, East Coast. <laughs> east and, east I, I think, and North. I, I think people in Wisconsin would argue with you whether whether Green Bay is in, <laughs> on the East. It's close enough. Listen, you're, it's not in California. Anything is, is close enough. I think you've redrawn the Trump <laughs> map for me. Wisconsin on the East Coast. It's like Lex Luthor just <laughs> d- dropped a bomb and turned Wisconsin into beachfront no, property. I, just, I said it's in the it's in the it's in the general vicinity. Listen, is it in the northern hemisphere? I think it's we're close enough. I, I I I have great respect for you, Edward, but I I don't think under any I think even I th- I don't think anyone would argue that Green Bay is on the East Coast. <laughs> I said the general vicinity. Listen, six years of high school will do you good. Uh, okay, so the it's your Green Bay Packers. Arnie Herber. Oh, Arnie Herber. 
don't tell me you know. Ernie. That's Mrs. Mrs. Herber's son. Yes, yeah, you're right. Oh, no, yeah. He and Mrs. Didn't Herber's uh, didn't he husband. once didn't he once throw for over a thousand yards yes, for the Green did. Bay Packers? Oh, that, that's amazing. I think he won East Coast Player of the Year from that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you crack me up. Um, he threw for a thousand two hundred and thirty nine yards in nineteen thirty six. Now, 1936, that's, I guess when you have Sammy Baugh for the Washington Redskins, right? Um, you know, if I remember correctly, Sammy Baugh not only was a quarterback, but he was a punter, and he punted one for 98 yards. I bl- and, and Washington is on the East Coast. So, I mean, see, I, so there you Okay, there you go. Not Washington State. No, Washington, D.C. Okay. Okay. There you go. See, okay, well, hey, okay. I tell you. I, I it all, comes, it all comes around. Okay. So, um, get, going back to the Chargers for just a minute here. So, the. <laughs> These stuff, poor charges. I guess maybe they, they don't like the uh, uh, ownership by Spanos, right? And um, the, apparently the fans were, are cheering for the visiting team. Now, I don't know if it's just because they don't like their chargers or they're hoping they're going to move back to, to San Diego. Uh, but, again, starting off 0-4 is not going to help you very much. And they're supposed to move into a 70,000-seat stadium in 2019? Holy you know, smokes! What's I mean, going to happen there? Well, I mean, again, uh, I guess the the one nice thing about own four is it may, might lead to one of those franchise quarterbacks at the top of the draft. Well, and but, that, um, that does happen toward the end, where a team will kind of, you know, I, I will tell you, it amazes me that there's not a draft lottery, a weighted draft lottery for the NFL, because um, I mean, this year in particular, when you have several quarterbacks who appear to be franchise quarterbacks at the top of the draft. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, I've read in the past. I mean, for example, um, the, the 49ers could have had Andrew Luck if they had lost one more game, I think. The, oh, the, I mean, wow. it's, it's just um, – if you're not going to be a playoff team, there's, there is it's such an incentive. An incentive. Now, where, where football is different than basketball is rarely does one player change the character True. of a team. But when there's a franchise quarterback, it makes all the difference in the world. Well, and also, you, you know, you put in all your third stringers to, to get maybe not – not win that last I game, mean, but uh, basketball. If I remember correctly, what they do is they basically the the lowest team just get more balls thrown in. What it, right? it's a weighted lottery, and the, the every team that doesn't make the playoffs gets the gets in the lottery. If you're the the team that just missed, you have one ball, and if you're the team that was the worst, you have the most balls. So, but okay. but if you're the if you're the if you're the worst team, you only have about a twenty five percent chance to get the best player. And when there's a player like a LeBron James coming out. Um, there is a, there is an incentive to lose, so. but, but again, like you said, you only have a little bit more. A little bit, no, so that and that's where the lottery works in basketball. But they don't yeah. have that in football. Why not? And I'm I'm frankly somewhat surprised that they don't, uh, because as I said, the at the very top of the draft. I mean, even look number one versus number two. I believe there's a huge differential of success of number one pick quarterbacks versus number two pick quarterbacks. Really? Wow. You know, in, at number one, you see many, many Peyton Mannings, yeah. while at number two, you might see Ryan Leafs. Wow. And um, yeah. so the value of that first pick and being able to choose over everyone um, is, is, is great. So I am somewhat surprised that there's not a weighted lottery. Huh. And are there... Uh, Specific owners who, or specific teams, let's say, that you like to represent, you know, you're representing the players, but, you know, depending upon where they get drafted, um, how, how does that impact how you're advising your client? Well, first of all, if they're drafted, you're not advising your client because they're going to go where they got drafted. Yeah, um, but, so, but I guess um, what I'm getting at is more of like, you know, oh man, you went with the Baltimore Ravens. You know, no, it's I mean, like, you know, you I, wish I, there, that they would. There are a lot of. 
there are a lot of factors that go into what's best for a player. Um, the single best um, determination for a player is whether the system fits that player. Okay. I mean, if you're a, if you're a, and, and and another is is just the 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 environment of the team, the quality of the coach. If you're now, now, in theory, though, the team should know ahead of time. Hey, we've got this kind of. Uh, System, you know, let's say for the quarterback, we you know West Coast offense, you know that sort of thing. Right? The team would know that, but yeah. let's think for example. I mean, if I represented a top quarterback, would I want them to be taken by the New England Patriots? Now, five years ago, probably not. But but with Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady's going to probably play till he's seventy two. But exactly. I mean, <laughs> but um, New England Patriots are probably a great place to go as a young quarterback because yeah. you're going to learn. You're not going to be forced to be on the field right away. You're going to have someone who's going to help teach you, yeah. and you're going to have someone who's probably not going to be there forever. And also, there's, there's a- not going to be real competition. I mean, if if you're Tom Brady, you, you realize you know you're going to get uh, going to the sunset pretty you know fairly. No, soon. That, that's why there's an advantage. And in addition, there's been there's been a number of quarterbacks that have gone to New England. Most recently, that Jimmy Garoppolo, where. You you play there and 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 you then become invaluable because you get in one game or two games and you know the Patriots system inside out and no one's seen film of you and you put up great film. I think the same thing happened with Matt Castle. Um, if uh, if if you can thrive, you can get a big contract off of that. So there's no absolutes, but th- there's a variety of situ- there are a variety of factors. There's there's the depth chart. There's the coaching. There's the location. I mean, um, you know, most players prefer to play in warm weather. Or yeah. playing the East Coast and go to Wisconsin and playing for Green Bay, but uh, <laughs> joking. But um, but um, no. Who but, likes to play now? Green now, now Green Bay is interesting. At times, Green Bay was seen as the wasteland of football. I wouldn't yeah. want to go play for Green Bay. Green Bay because they have a great coach and a great ownership. Um, well, back to back quarterbacks and 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 had and had the um, the luck that um, yeah. twenty different teams decided not to grab Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you want to look at want to look at strangeness. I mean, here yeah. you have the. The head coach of uh, the Green Bay Packers is winning all these games, um, you know, molding Andrew Luck. Yet that head coach was the head coach was that was the offensive coordinator of the New England of the San Francisco 49ers when they drafted Alex Smith instead. Mm. So, you know, it, there's there's so many different factors that come I mean, into play. Gosh, how many people? You know, it's funny. I remember, um, you know, again, also being a 49er fan and realizing, you know, oh, Kaepernick is awesome. Yeah, go ahead and trade Alex Smith. Sure, go ahead. That's you know, that's a prime example. I mean, Kaepernick. I mean, look at Kaepernick. I mean, when Kaepernick in the second year, he was looking like a franchise quarterback. Yeah. The 49ers signed Kaepernick to a contract that at the time looked like he was obscene. Now, the reality is it was obscene in that he was so underpaid under that contract because okay. he, was, he was being paid in the, you know, about $14, $15 million a year when franchise quarterbacks were making $25, $26 million a year. Then Kaepernick ended up not being very good. So it turned out that rather than the contract being obscenely high, obscenely low, yeah, actually yeah. paid him $5, $6 million more than he would have gotten on the, on the open market. So yeah. there's many different factors that come into play. And – in your personal opinion, why hasn't Kaepernick been picked up? I think um, I think he's not good enough to justify the noise that comes with mm. picking him up. Um, yeah. I don't think there's a massive blacklist against him. Okay. Um, um, I would argue, I mean, it's something like what happened with Tebow to some extent. I mean, Tim Tebow is good enough to be yeah. playing a third-string quarterback in the NFL 
but there's so much press that comes with Tim Tebow that it's almost not worth the aggravation. I'm not equating the two. Obviously, no, Kaepernick's a whole different story. Yeah, but. no, but I understand the, the, quote, distraction. The funny thing is, though, with Tebow, I mean, just because he did his kneeling down, I mean— I, I mean, he I'm not talking did... the kneeling down. Tebow—I I don't mean Tebow being divisive, and that's where, where okay. my, my, my analogy might not make sense. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is, is that there's a direct proportion that the more noise that comes with someone— the more you decide, do I really want to deal with that? If a guy has an injury history but is a good player, you might want to not deal with him yeah. with an injury history. In the case of Kaepernick, it, 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 it yeah. obviously has been very divisive. Um, it's also been unifying to a lot of people. It also goes beyond the kneeling, um, the pig socks and the Castro oh, yeah, shirt. I mean, yeah, if, yeah. if you're the Miami Dolphins, you probably are not going to want to sign someone who wears a Castro shirt with, with, uh, with, yeah. with the Cuban population there. Yeah. But I, I, really, I don't believe it's as much a, um, a blackballing of him. Yeah. As it is, um, he's not going to be our starter. Do we need the aggravation? Now, with yeah. that said, there is such a dearth of good quarterbacks. There certainly is a dearth of quarterbacks who led their teams to Super Bowls. Um, Ka- Kaepernick should be on a team. Now, yeah. also, Kaepernick might not be willing to pay for the money that people are willing to pay him. I mean, no you know, I, I would assume. <laughs> What's he getting now? I mean, well, I mean, zero. But, yeah. but after you've made $15 million a year, you're probably not willing to go in and play for the minimum. You know, so I mean, it's, unless you just love the game and want to prove yourself and prove every everyone else wrong, and and know? maybe that's the factor. I mean, again, I I can't be in. It, is he good enough? Is is he one of the best ninety five quarterbacks on this planet? Oh, I think he is. Yeah, I think. Uh, is he one of the best forty? I don't think so. And and the reality is, I mean, uh, again, I I do believe very strongly in the importance of being able to protest in First Amendment. Sure, sure. But um, but you don't do it at the workplace, though. Well, I mean. <laughs> Again, I, I th- there's 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 good and bad with that. I mean, I I I'm conflicted on that. I mean, I do think, I think it's gotten a little bit overdone with everyone kneeling ahead of time, and and now the whole the very protest movement has been marginalized. Yeah, good but, point. But I do, you know, I mean, the best example I can give is when um when John Carlos raised the black fist at the '68 oh, yeah. Olympics, uh-huh. he was demonized. Now there's monuments to him. I mean, now that's seen mm-hmm. as a great moment where. Where where sport, which is important to the world, um, helps also bring other issues to the fore. You know the whole thing about Tebow, though. I'm thinking because you know it's like okay, it wasn't divisive per se. He was just a strong Christian. I mean, what did he what did he do? Uh, no, that was, I, I, no, I know. Let me emphasize. Not, I, know, I know you're not you're not. I it's comparing. not the Christian. It's not the Christian. It's not kneeling. What I'm saying is, is Tebow was such a personality that. That that any if, if Tebow showed up to any NFL team tomorrow, okay. everyone would be in front of his locker. The typical head coach doesn't okay. want fifty reporters interviewing the backup quarterback. So I mean, there is you know it's one thing if you're the starting quarterback, but you know one thing the NFL is about is avoiding distractions. Uh, one of the reasons I think that Jerry Jones kneeled with his team last week was he saw that he he very I mean he's a brilliant businessman he yeah. saw that the, that that staying unified with his team helped minimize the distraction teams are constantly trying to avoid yeah but, but what's that going to do with like fan base and all that especially for Texas I mean that's know? I mean but he also succeeded in not having his team kneeling during the anthem I mean I hats off hats okay. off to hats off to Jerry Jones for being ahead of the curve gotcha yeah no, <clears throat> you know that's that's actually very uh, it, it is it is a very interesting yeah. bit of social co- watching how the NFL has tried to absorb the protest and make it their own um, yeah. um, has been actually a, a, to me a pretty fascinating story to watch. I wonder, you know, they're losing some fans, but then you know eh, maybe over time. Hey, I, I mean, baseball did that right. Ninety four with the strike, a lot of people wrote off baseball, but 
Well, he eventually came back. You could argue with both sides. I mean, people, people, a lot of people turn on a sporting event not wanting to be told about social consciousness. They want to just watch a game. Exactly. Um, the reality is, I mean, let's take the San Diego Chargers. If the San Diego Chargers were 4-0 and kneeling or 0-4 and not kneeling, I think it's more likely that they're going to go to the 4-0 team that's kneeling. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so the reality is, is winning is the ultimate deodorant. <laughs> but, good point. Uh, okay, we're going to go to our last trivia question here. Uh, you're going to know this one. In uh, Miami Dolphins' perfect season, two running backs ran for over a thousand yards. Who was the third back to rush? And he ran. He ran, he ran for over 500 yards. I think I know this. Of course, you know this one. All right, don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. We'll be back with some closing comments. This was a fast show, wasn't it? It was a fast show. Okay. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 
Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, Steve Baker. Third trivia question. Uh, this was a little easier than the uh, uh, second one, wasn't it? Okay. In Miami Dolphins' perfect season, two running backs ran for over 1,000 yards Can I each. see if I can get all three? Uh, of course. Okay. Number okay. one, Zonka. Okay, Zonka. Number two, I would say it would be Jim Kick. And I would say number three would be Mercury Morris. Was okay. It, okay, those are the three running backs. But Mercury Morris was two and Jim Kick was three? Uh, yeah, Jim Kick was the one who did not run for over 1,000 yards. Yeah. Okay. I know, it's funny because you think, well, I mean, Jim Kick doesn't really come up a lot. Uh, Zonka does, but he was seemed like more of a fullback. To just well, that's because he only gained 500 yards. yards but. Yeah, yeah, Jim Kick only did 500 yards. Okay. Um, so, let's see. We're going to close this bad boy out here. Thank you so much, Steve Baker, for educating us on uh, what it's like to be a sports agent. And uh, I guess you can't really tell us who you're working with right now. Well, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and uh, I well, look forward to coming back again. Absolutely. Okay, so here are our thoughts for the day. And again, we want to wish Bruce McGowan a speedy recovery. He's, he worked he actually he worked too late last night doing uh, some games, and he had to wake up early to do some stuff, and he was just exhausted, and he wasn't feeling well. So we'll give him a, a pass for the day. Okay, thoughts for the day. Never regret. If it's good, it's wonderful. If it's bad, it's experience. And Tony Robbins, you know him, right? He said, determination is the wake-up call to the human will. I like that. Those are those are two very good um, principle three principles to live by. What are the three? Well, you gave me two, you gave me two sayings. Okay. Well, right? if it's good, it's wonderful. If it's bad, it's experience. So that's two. And then oh, there's okay. And then the last there's one is determination is the wake up call to the human will. I would say all three of those were inspirational. Excellent. Okay. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective. We're also going to be asking more sports trivia questions. Um, thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. So long.